0: Hey Jeepers, on this week's XJ Talk Show, we hear about some bad guys doing some bad things in an XJ and how Jeep is changing the new Cherokee.
1: We have a discussion about frame stiffeners and alive Jeep tips, and the Amazon You Bought Watt returns
0: with another great list of goods. We say hi to more YouTube subscribers and explain what the a- happened with the last episode. All that some last-minute voicemails
1: and the conclusion of Josh's Honda Saga, all on the next XJ Talk Show.
0: For an important XJ talk show news break. Attention, local residents. There is a serial cuddler on the loose. Lock up your daughters, lock up your wives, and most importantly, lock up your body pillows. For a full description of the suspects, stay tuned until after the show. Today's podcast brought to you by Audible.com. Over 150,000 tiles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or even your MP3 player. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial simply by going to www.audibletrial.com slash XJTalkShow. Hey, stud. It's time for the XJ Talk Show. Now, here's my two favorite boys, Tony and Josh.
1: <laughs> well, thank you very much. It's episode 127. I am Josh. You know me as Northwest 99XJ. Oh, wait a minute. That's the travel lag, Josh. I'm sorry. This is a uh, Yeah,
0: he's known as Tony. I am the guy who's known as Josh, otherwise known as NW99XJ or Northwest 99XJ. And Northwest is a bit of a misnomer since you're in the Middle East, right? Yes. uh, No, I'm I'm up here in Alaska. (laughs) Alaska would be a lot of fun, especially with Jeeps, you know? No, guys, I'm up here in the beautiful state of Oregon. Tony is a little farther south. He's down in Texas. We uh, hook up via Skype, and you are watching us live on YouTube right now or possibly listening to us via a podcast
1: yep yep uh wow you know we had a bunch of downloads last show even though it was half a show josh and we're going to get into more of that later to give you a little explanation as to why we're too cheap to spend that much money
0: <laughs> something <laughs> like that you'll, yeah. you'll understand what i'm talking about <laughs> yep just hang in a little bit later in the show we got all kinds of good stuff for you guys we'll get into some tech and some funny and some entertainment and all kinds of good stuff so stick around This is the XJ Talk Show, a podcast about Jeep Cherokees, off-roading, and the
1: tech that you need to get you there and back. We're here to promote the web's most premier website for all that is Jeep Cherokee, XJTalk.com, the friendliest and most helpful Jeep site on the web. XJTalk.com encourages and answers all questions and concerns that the first-time XJ owners typically have without flaming or criticism, all while giving you the best, most in-depth articles and write-ups for the repairs and modifications to take your average XJ to the next level. Now get ready. It's the XJ Talk Show, and it starts right now.
2: First week in Jeep.
0: Well, there's a couple guys out there that this week decided to do their very best to give us Jeep owners a very bad rep. There's two suspects riding in a green Jeep Cherokee twice attempted to abduct girls in southeast Queens. The first attempted deduction was in the vicinity of 111th and 208th Street in Queens Village. The second was in Hollis. The suspects, one of whom was armed in at least uh, one of the incidents, was described as a black man and a Latino man, both estimated to be between the ages of 16 and 20. Now, police say an 11-year-old girl returning home from school noticed a green SUV was following her, Latino suspect was driving. The black suspect, wearing a dark mask, ex- exited the USV, <laughs> USV, <laughs> SUV and tried to talk to her. She ran away. Good girl. The suspects drove from the area, and it looks like they headed west into Hollis. Not long after the first incident, the suspects tailed a trio of girls. One a 10-year-old, the other two age 11. The girls told police they saw a Latino man behind the wheel, uh, hand, a, hand a gun to the black man in the passenger seat who pulled a mask over his head before exiting the truck. The girls ran off and hid behind a parked car as the suspects drove past. They circled back and made a second pass before driving off. The girls in the second instance said the SUV was a Jeep Cherokee and had a license plate beginning with 74. And this is all according to police reports. Now, this kind of stuff, guys, has got to stop. Nobody should be doing stuff like this to begin with. But if you're going to hold up a liquor store or rob a bank, man, don't do it in a Cherokee. Come on, people. Happy ending to this, guys. The bad guys got caught. They were uh, recently arrested later on to earlier today, rather. And uh, are in custody. It was probably a two-wheel drive Cherokee anyway. I'm guessing it was. Yeah, certainly not a four-wheel drive. (laughs) So, Jeep Cherokee on crack, yes? Well, sales of the new Jeep Cherokee are sky high, and now the SUV is too. No, not this not-so-new Cherokee is, well, it's not smoking crack or high on meth, although some would say its appearance would say otherwise. Now, what I'm talking about here plays a little bit into one of the concepts I spoke about in the last couple of episodes that were to be debuted at the Easter Jeep Safari this year. One of those concepts was the Jeep Cherokee Dakar, which, like many of the other concepts, was more production than it was fantasy. Now, a little while after its release, many off-road manufacturers got their hands on these. After some wrench turning and a fair amount of R&D, it was determined that it was going to be nearly impossible to lift the new 2014 Jeep Cherokee. Now leave it to the fiat engineers to prove us wrong, or in this case, it might actually be the guys over at Jeep, which finally stepped up and heeded the call of all of us true off-road enthusiasts. The Jeep Cherokee Dakar features a prototype Jeep Performance Parts two-inch lift kit, along with the uh, hike in height, it gets a set of wide bolt-on fender flares stuffed with 33-inch on 17-inch 33-inch tires on 17-inch wheels. Of course, all the typical stuff like rock rails, skid plates, and it also gets a new rear fascia that helps it give a vastly improved 39 degree departure angle. One of the things that was uh, probably one of the most uh, common complaints about the off-road capabilities of the Cherokee. It's also full of plenty of accessories available from the Mopar parts catalog and is done up in silver steel satin gloss paint with red accents. Honestly, guys, it doesn't look half bad for a new Cherokee. Now, with its extreme makeover, Jeep is clearly trying their hardest to convince the brand's faithful, and us here at the XJ Talk Show, that the new Cherokee's Adventure Chops make it a worthy successor to the original, well, that's yet to be seen, and can make a good showing against, uh, well, even the Wrangler. Now, in the rough stuff, that is. No confirmation yet as to whether the Jeep Performance 2-inch lift kit or the Dakar package as a whole will be available to be released uh, to consumers anytime soon. Stay tuned on that, guys. I'll be sure to re, uh, to give you guys the full update as that develops. Hey, if you'd like to submit a story to be aired on This Week in Jeep or have a response to any one of our stories, please send an email to newstips at xjtalk.com. Hey, this is Tim
2: from Jeep Tubes, and you're listening to the XJ Talk Show.
0: XJTalk.com is where you go when you're not off-road. And now you can go to XJTalk.com when you're off-road too. Using your smartphone, install the tap talk app, then search for XJTalk. Take XJTalk with you wherever you go. Jury duty, dinner with your spouse's parents, even, well, anywhere you need your XJTalk fix.
2: XJtalk.com. It's where you go when you're not off-road.
1: So you guys know how much we love our YouTube subscribers, and uh, we
0: got a few to talk about tonight. Oh, we sure do. Guys, if you're uh, just making it on the list, well, chances are you've subscribed for a while. If you haven't heard your name yet, well, stay tuned. Takes us a while to go through this list. We're only doing them four at a time. First on the list tonight, Jackson Atkins. And then we have, <laughs> I want to say hairball, <laughs> but it looks like hair B920. And we also have Dean Murray. Hey, I recognize that name. Hi, uh, Dean. Yeah. How you doing?
1: Definitely recognize Dean. And then we have, uh, oh my goodness, Frybird or F, it's F-Y-R-B-I-R-D-88. That's Firebird 88. I'm guessing
0: they have a 1988 Firebird in their
1: midst. My goodness, I, it would be nice if you, it was in pristine condition, but it's probably not
0: Yep, yep. Well, guys, keep up the subscriptions. They're uh, adding up and stacking up every week. We love to see those numbers rise, so make sure you're telling a friend, and we'll see you on the list here soon.
1: 491 subscribers.
0: So ordinarily, we uh, dive into some reviews and uh, some from Stitcher or iTunes or wherever else, and uh, we don't have any of those to share with you today, but we do have some splaining to do. Mm-hmm. Now, this last episode, episode 126... Well, some things happened and we weren't able to release the entire episode well in its entirety and we had to split it up. Now, we're no strangers to splitting up the shows, but oftentimes it's for lengthy interviews and stuff like that. Rarely has been done for a simple one hour show before. Uh, And there's an explanation for that. And Tony's going to share that with us now. Oh, me. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's
1: really simple. Uh, As I uh, alluded to at the top of the show. We're cheap, and when I say we're, I mean me. Uh, we pay uh, Libsyn uh, to uh, host our uh, podcast or audio podcast, and uh, they recently changed their model uh, in as much as they were going from a ro- rotating thirty-day thing, so that every thirty days, whatever you had uh, stored uh, online, it would fall off. So, if we posted a show on the first, the first of next month, that show would uh, would fall off of our uh, amount of storage that we were using, so we would have room to put on the next show. Well, they changed that. They went to a uh, 30-day calendar or a monthly calendar, so the, you have, the in our case, the 400 megabits megabytes worth of space until uh, the first of the month, and then anything that was posted in that month gets erased. Yeah, you can still download it, but as far as uh, what we uh, have available to us, it all comes back to us. So, unfortunately, and, and I, I think fortunately for them, I think this is the reason why they did it, because it, it kind of uh, puts the pinch on uh, folks at, towards the end of the month, probably like you guys paying bills. <laughs> so, uh, it uh, means that uh, we could either uh, chunk in another uh, 50% increase uh, to have additional space, or we could uh, just split up the, uh, the, uh, the show. Or we could have waited until the 1st to to put up the whole show. So hopefully the half a show idea was better than a no show.
0: Yep, indeed. And we figured we gotta give you guys at least something. So uh that's that's how that goes. So hopefully that, it doesn't run we don't run into that after at the end of every month. Uh we'll see how that ends up going and, and adjust things accordingly. But uh I know a lot of you guys disapproved of having to uh having to wait for the the second half and and we apologize for that, but uh, but again, it's something that's not going to happen too often, and we'll uh, do our best to make sure it's at a minimum.
1: Yeah, and if, if it looks like, you know, keep in mind, they just changed this. We've just started running into these issues. We had the same issue uh, last month, uh, or I should say, and uh, uh, what's what's before April? March. We had the same problem in March. Um, handled a little differently, but because of the way the where the shows fell. Uh, and, and if this c- continues to be a problem we'll we'll step up we'll get the uh, the pay the 50 percent more uh, for their service so we can have uh, a little more space so we don't run into this issue uh, our main goal is to make sure that you're happy with the product that, you, that you're getting and uh, well we didn't do anything to the video so the YouTube video uh, was available in its entirety uh, last week whenever we last Monday when we released 126 so you could have gone and just listened to the second half by watching the video, and that wouldn't have hurt our YouTube numbers either, Josh.
0: Yeah, no, it certainly wouldn't have, and uh, we haven't gotten the numbers back on on all that yet, but uh, yeah, if any time the, the, the podcasts aren't working for you guys, uh, typically the show is uh, is available on YouTube, and you guys can go check out uh, all of it, and it's video goodness over there, and that is YouTube.com uh, slash uh, XJTalk. Is simple as peas and carrots. So um,
1: I thought uh, I, I would take a, a moment here for our reviews and iTunes reviews, just to mention that we uh, we really would like to see you guys get in there and give us some reviews. Um, iTunes, uh, especially because there's a lot of folks using Apple devices, uh, listening and watching the show. So if you're an iTunes subscriber, maybe you don't use it, but uh, you you do have an account. Please take just a few moments and go over there and give us a review. If nothing else we'd like to keep the reviews active uh even if they're they're not all the time and you know 10 a day that's fine if we could just have a a one every two z ever so often just to have some activity over there so people don't think the the show has died or something
0: Yep it's all it takes is uh even having a friend to head over there and uh just pop a few stars on the uh, on the old uh review there and well, leave a few words. Uh, they can be nice words. They can be other words. As long as there's not too many strings of four-letter words involved there, uh, we'll go ahead and make sure it gets on the air. Yes, yes.
1: Oh, and don't forget about us on Stitcher. They also have a, re- a review process, and there may even be one on TuneIn, which uh, we're also on there now. I'm not sure about Zoom. Zoom may have a, 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 a one of those uh, dang deals as well.
0: What is this Zoom you speak of?
1: Zoom? You don't remember Zoom, the Microsoft uh, answer oh. to iTunes?
0: Oh yes, no. Surely I remember. you jest.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, they got a guy. I actually got a guy at work that still uses one of those.
1: Oh, I was, that's amazing! You should uh, take a picture of that. Uh, <laughs> I was just archae- thinking
0: about that. I need to take a picture of that.
1: Archaeologists will want to see that. That'll be a, a hell of a hell of a thing for them to dig up later, a million years from now.
0: Amazon.com and the XJ Talk Show present You Bought What? Joshi tell us how this works, please, sir. Uh, yes, we have a lot of fun with it, guys, and, well, you do, too, and you can get in on the fun as well. We do this every other week. It's the Amazon You Bought What segment. Guys, how this works is uh, Amazon and the XJ Talk Show have a great little relationship going on. Amazon gives us a list uh, of all the stuff that you guys buy. Now, how it works is you have to go over to XJTalk.com or XJTalkShow.com and click on the Amazon banner there. It takes you straight over to Amazon.com where you can buy any old little thing that you want. You're not going to pay a dime more, not a red cent more, but Amazon has agreed to give us a small little kickback off of each one of those purchases. In addition to that, they give us a list of what you guys have been buying. And we have a little bit of fun with it, and you guys do too, apparently, with some of the curveballs that you've thrown us every now and again. It's a great way to support your favorite podcast and for us to, yeah, well, have the ability to keep the lights on over at the XJ Talk Show here. And, and while well, we really appreciate all the support that you guys have been giving us over the years and keep it up, keep up the good work. We really appreciate it.
1: Great, great support. Uh, you guys have really stepped up. Uh, my gosh. I mean, uh, we had a lot of activity uh, this, uh, this past month, this past April, even though it was tax month, Josh. So uh, may maybe some of these purchases are tax refunds or tax refunds to come.
0: It could be March, April, May. Sometimes those months are feast or famine. It being the tax season and everything, people are sometimes paying taxes with extra money. Sometimes people are getting some extra money and uh, and well, supporting the economy a little bit. And well, this list uh, certainly would reflect some of the latter. Here and we've got uh, we've got a few items here. Tony and I are just going to uh, pick out a few out of the list. And if your item that uh, that you've purchased recently or sometime in the recent past doesn't make it onto the show, well, hang tight, guys. Uh, we've had a huge list. We don't get to everything. Tony and I pick and choose out of this. Uh, but regardless, uh, even if you if your item doesn't make it on the air, I want you guys to know that we appreciate the support and uh, we ask you to continue to do so. So, first on the list is something that uh, I'm going to pull out of the automotive category. It's, uh, well, just something really cool here, kind of along the same lines of something that I'll be doing to my own Jeep here very soon, just from a different manufacturer. This is the Rough Country, uh, item number 1117. This is the one to one and a half inch rear shackle relocation kit. The one that I picked up is from HD Engineering, but basically does the same exact thing.
1: I like this one. This is always a good thing, especially with summertime coming up. Uh, the Stant, Super Stat thermostat 195 degree fahrenheit thermostat now if guys if you've heard that you can go with a 180 a 160 or uh, whatever it's it's not like an ac for your cooling system (laughs) it's always i think you can get away with a 180 but uh just because you change the uh the thermostat to a lower uh temperature opening setting it's not going to make your jeep run any cooler not not once it gets to operating temperature
0: Now, this is one that we've uh, had on the list a few times, and and I know we said it uh, on, I think it was the last time we had the Amazon You Bought What segment, but there's been three more that have popped up on the list since then, and this is by author, friend of the show, Eric Zappi, the Jeep Cherokee XJ, 1984 to 2001, Advanced Performance Modifications, And design is the performance how-to. It's basically the Jeep Cherokee Builder's Bible, guys. you got to get this thing. He's got two different publications out now, and they both are absolute must-haves for any Cherokee enthusiast out there.
1: Yep, I need to get me a copy, and uh, I'll just go ahead and and say it now, Josh. We're going to be giving away uh, a few copies of that uh, that book to our uh, XJ Talk Show listeners, and uh, we'll be uh, telling you more about that here in the future. Uh probably after I uh, contact Eric and see if he wants to join us on the show again.
0: Oh, I'm sure that he would and uh we'd definitely be glad to have him.
1: So I like this one since I have a a, a, Sam, a Samsung Galaxy. This is for an S4, mine's an, an ancient S2, but this is a Tech Armor Samsung Galaxy S4. Uh hmm, it says not S4 active. That's interesting. I don't know what that means, Josh. Uh hi D uh Clear screen protector. It's always good to have a nice uh, clear thing between you and uh, that glass, guys. Mine's been through hell. A lot of Jeep videos. I remember uh, I was trying to uh, uh, hold it in my hand, and it slipped. And I went to to grab it, and I actually slapped it, and it went. I was laying on my side at the time, and it went clear over me and landed on the concrete on the other side. Did not what? break. What? Did not yeah. break. Yeah.
0: I've, I've kicked my phone out of the Jeep more than a few times, you know, kind of set in between my legs on the seat and, and, you know, you're getting out of a, you know, five and a half inch lifted Jeep Cherokee. And, uh, and even with a guy who like me, who's six, three, uh, there's a little bit of a step down, you know? So you kind of, kind of scoot off of the seat and kick one leg over to get yourself squared out of the doorway there. And, and well, oftentimes they're off goes the phone and flying across the parking lot. And yeah, mine mine is definitely taking a few beatings itself. Hey,
1: when you're by yourself getting out of your jeep, do you go wee?
0: wee. <laughs> if I had a rope swing on the uh, on the on the A pillar, I certainly would. <laughs> Well, in the DVD categories, guys, here's one that popped out. I'm going to have to share with you guys. It's Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. <laughs> I just saw that. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a classic one. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> a funny movie. I wouldn't necessarily say it's uh, one of uh, what, what it was. Rob Rob Schneider. Yes. Yeah. Right. Not certainly one of his best, but uh, it's, it's a good watch nonetheless.
1: Uh, those Saturday Night Live guys, they don't make great movies, but they do make funny ones
0: yeah yeah,
1: (laughs) entertainment that's what it's all about uh that's kind of like us josh We may not be great but we're we're entertaining entertainment (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) you'll do piggy you'll do anyway uh so uh, i think this is pretty cool i'm a billy joel fan or at least from some of his uh, his older stuff uh somebody purchased a dvd billy joel live at shea stadium i almost said shea
0: yeah, I know that uh, some of those live uh, concert DVDs are absolutely spectacular with like true 7.1 surround and uh, and just spectacular HD videos and uh, some Billy Joel, I don't mind any of that at all. So that's a good purchase right there.
1: He was really good in Groundhog Day. I mean, uh, playing the piano with the shades, that was good. Oh Yeah.
0: So in the mobile electronics uh, category, something that's near and dear to my heart, uh, we've got some uh, some... 30 amp and 60 amp ANL fuses, a two pack of each and the ANL fuse holder. For you guys who don't know the difference between like ATC and MTC and and A&L. well, it's the difference between the different classifications of fuses and how big they are. And these ANLs, well, they are huge fuses, not something that you're going to find in any uh, OEM factory fuse box, that's for sure. These are high amperage uh, very, You know, a lot of amperage, a lot of watts, a lot of voltage going through these kind of wires. This is something that you'd put on a uh, like an odd gauge or a two gauge wire and hooking it up to, uh, well, something like a, like a big amplifier or something like that.
1: I'm going to throw a couple more DVDs in here. Normally, I would skip over uh. to something else, but I think this is pretty funny. <laughs> this DVD, uh, I'm not sure. They don't give the ratings. I don't know if this would be a triple a X or an R, but uh, this one is the world's fastest Indian. Indian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll just throw out a couple more because that was pretty fast. There's uh, another DVD, Strange Wilderness and History of the Eagles, which I bet you that's the the musical group Eagles, not the, you know.
0: Oh, cool. That thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. We got time for one more? Oh, keep going. Okay. Hey, this one. Uh, I got a, a Sony here. This is a back in the mobile electronics, but this one I – I'm not sure if this one is, is exactly, uh, you know, more, more portable than it is mobile. Uh, this is Sony NWZ-B173F Blue Flash MP3 player, 4GB Walkman FM MDR headphones. Well, this thing, basically it's an MP3 player, does flash, it's uh, 4 gigs, and it even comes with headphones in It looks like it's blue. So, oh, gee whiz, I just lost it. I was
1: uh, scrolling through here looking at what we had uh, available and, uh, and lost it. Where is that thing I just saw? It was pretty cool. Well, I'll use the, I'll go to the, uh, the memory card thing. If you guys need uh, extra memory on your um, phone or if you've got an iPod or even one of those Zoom players, although I don't know if the Zune will accept it or not. Uh, you can uh, often get one of these memory cards and stick it in there and then uh, just get all kinds of podcasts or audible books to listen to and uh, carry so much with you. It's the SanDisk Cruise Blade USB 32 gigabyte flash drive. So this isn't the actual like, micro SD card you can put in your phone, but this is a good one you can take to work and uh, plug in the, uh, the front USB and listen to
0: our shows. Hey, very good. Always a good idea to upgrade that memory. If we got time for one more, here's yeah. something for the actual Cherokees guys. This is the Spectra Premium Complete Radiator for Jeep Cherokee, Pioneer, or Wagoneer. Somebody got themselves a new cooling system. Hey, I thought this is pretty cool. I bet you you're already aware of this. I wasn't aware of
1: it. Uh, this is a Rhino Pro Heat Shrink Tubes, white. I did
0: not know it came in white, Josh. It did. It does, and uh, <laughs> I think we uh, we we had somebody. I, I thought I saw somebody maybe on chat on xjtalk.com, dot com. Said hey, if uh, you guys uh, talk about the shrink, heat shrink tubing in white, um, it's mine, uh, and this is what I'm using it for. And I forgot what he said, and I forgot why what he was it said labeling? it was in office products too. Which it was, was a labeling. He was labeling with it, wasn't oh, he? That's what it was. Yeah, exactly. He was using it in a, in a labeler. for He was uh, doing some rewiring. That's what it was, uh, relocating um, the battery from the front to the back of his Jeep and doing a, a, a major system rewire. And uh, and with that, uh, obviously, he was probably using a lot of same-color wire for a lot of different circuits. And uh, in, in for future diagnosing or troubleshooting or whatever, was going to label some wires. And, uh, and the white gave him the ability to do that. Uh, with heat shrink and the ability to write on it or label on it.
1: Yeah, that would be really, really sweet to be able to actually have numbers and you just don't want to lose your little cheat sheet as to what it all means. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: We just found out what you bought. Oh, my God. I just can't believe that made it on the list.
1: What a list, Josh. There was a lot of good stuff on there, and we really appreciate all you guys going over to Amazon.com. But first, going to our website, clicking on the Amazon.com banner, and then making your purchases because it takes you right over there. You just click it, it, takes you right over there. You make your purchase, costs you the same as it would, uh, except you get a little more XJ Talk Love. You get that nice warm moist feeling.
0: Well, hey guys, this part of the XJ Talk show is brought to you by audible.com. If you like podcasts, I know you do because well, you're listening to this one. Well, there's a chance that you're going to like audiobooks too. I'm an audiobook fan myself. I actually picked one up here recently uh, from uh, another favorite one of my authors, Scotty Sigler. I told you a little bit about him the last show. I just cannot get enough of this guy. And, uh, and you can find his stuff along with 150,000 other titles over at audible.com. And how you get in on the fun, guys, and, well, help another way to support your favorite podcast is head over to www.audibletrial.com slash signs you up for a 30-day free trial, and you get a free audiobook. Anything you want. Any one of their 150,000 titles for any just about any platform, and uh, it's absolutely 100% gratis. So head over there. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash XJTalkShow for your 30-day free trial and a free audiobook. Yeah, if
1: you guys uh, uh, sign up for the uh, the free trial, let us know. Uh, call into our voicemail and let us know, and let us know what you got, what kind of book you got uh, and uh, how you're liking it? No, it's so easy. I mean, uh, they've got a an app for your phone, whether it be iPhone, Android. They probably even have it for the uh, seldom used Microsoft uh, phone. All righty, Josh.
0: We get to do our fave, our chit chat. I like this part of the show, Tony. And uh, oftentimes I end up doing a little bit more talking than uh, well chit and chatting than uh, you about the Jeep stuff. I've got all kinds of stuff going on, so I'm going to take the reins and, and and go with it today.
1: Well, let me mention something real quick. I don't know if you it's- saw saw there in the show notes. I had uh, mentioned. I believe I figured out the issue with the uh, uh, the. The call online. Yeah. yeah, I saw we, that. I don't know do if, have uh,
0: you can elaborate on that, or if that was maybe just uh, I think, and I didn't know for sure type of thing, or, or what. Well, but, uh,
1: uh, the only problem I have with it, or we had with it, was you weren't able to hear, and I think that was a a little button that wasn't pressed. So okay. if uh, so, if we'd like to we, here in the, I'm figuring the chit chat section is a good time to pull some people in if they want to call in and uh, be on the show and uh, get in on some of this discussion. If you uh, if you feel comfortable with that, let's shoot the number out there let them know how to connect, and uh, I can uh, pull them in.
0: Great. That number, guys, if you want to call in, that's the live call-in number. So you could dial these numbers right now and talk with us live on the air. That's area code 267-507-0240. And you're going to need a special code to hook in because, like Tony said earlier, we are cheap bastards, and we can't <laughs> afford a, a fancy 1-800 line or uh, one of those cool call screener guys. So you're going to have to dial that number, 267-507-0240. And you're going to need the code 219835 to hook up with us. Again, that code is 219835. It's a conference line code. It's how it works. And it'll get you hooked up to the XJ Talk Show live on the air.
1: Yeah, and we'll just be chatting along here about our chit-chat. And uh, we'll uh, let us know. Uh, I'll check the screen here to see if we got any calls waiting. And we'll jump over there. Uh, we'll uh, say, hey, you're on the on the line. Actually, you'll get a little announcement whenever we unmute you. And that will mean that uh, you're on the air and you can talk to us. we we'll probably have to work through a few audio issues, uh, getting the volume up right uh, since we haven't used this in a while. But uh, we'll get you on there. Hopefully, Josh will be able
0: to hear you. Yeah, hopefully. If not, uh, Tony will just repeat everything you say and so we'll,
1: <laughs> we'll go from there. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be like those one-sided conversations You, <laughs> for Josh anyway. Uh, <laughs> really? You were wearing what? Wow. Yeah, so and the guys, cops weren't yeah. called?
0: <laughs> you guys can be on the air. It'll be the uh, Tony and Collar show. So, <laughs> well, hey guys, uh, for all of you who have been following us over, uh, well, since pretty much December, you know that, uh, I, I don't drive my Jeep every single day. I've got another little car. It's a commuter car. It's a Honda car and it was stolen from me, uh, right before new year's. And well, um, long story short, the guy took it on a high speed chase. He ditched it. The cops got him uh and it took me a couple weeks to get my car back i got it back it was kind of messed up and uh and he went to jail for a while uh i kept driving my car had to do some things to it to get it to roadworthy and and you know reliable enough to to keep driving it every single day um i didn't have full coverage insurance on it just had the the state minimum uh and uh and so the damages that have had to been repaired have come out of pocket and the other damages well it's going to be all basically restitution at this point I did file for restitution, and in fact had a restitution hearing last week, which was very interesting because it was not what I was expecting. Uh, I figured I'd, you know, kind of stand behind this uh, thing and say a couple of words to the judge and be on my way and turn in the evidence and and uh, uh, the reports and receipts and everything else I had that kind of determined uh, what the kind of dollar figure the restitution was going to be. Well. It uh, didn't quite go quite like that. In fact, I was actually brought up onto a stand. I was um, asked a series of questions uh, quite at length by the uh, deputy district attorney and then was cross-examined by a defense. Uh, The guy who stole my car was in the courtroom at the time, and it uh, it really took a lot of willpower not to haul off and do something to him. And uh, and I know that, of course, that that's definitely not the right thing to do. And that's why I didn't do it. But uh, nonetheless, there was several um, very mean glances his way. And uh, I would have liked to have given him a few choice words uh, or even had a few few minutes alone in the uh, interrogation room. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, The bottom line is that the restitution was not only approved, but uh, the judge awarded me the amount of basically what fair uh, market value is for the car as it sits today. Uh, because the, uh, the damages that he had done to the vehicle during his high speed pursuit or tra- attempt to elude from the police, uh, and whatever else he was doing while he owned the car, while he had the car, um, exceeded the value of the vehicle. It was around $4,000 in damage that he had done to it. And it's, a, it's a 96 Honda Accord. It's nothing special, but, uh, it's mechanically sound and it gets me to and from work and certainly uses a lot less gas than my Cherokee. So, uh, fair market market value was right around $2,000 and that's what the, uh, in addition th- to that, what I have come out of pocket so far, uh, has been awarded to me for restitution. Now, how does this work? Well, it's a good question because this guy, to my knowledge, has never had a job. He's in his mid twenties and uh, has pretty much spent his entire life in and out of jail and mixed up with some pretty nasty drugs. So, uh, there's a good chance that I'm never going to see a dime. Now it's a, it's a judgment. It's an official judgment. It's going to follow him for 50 years. So sometime between now and 50 years from now, uh, if he ever gets a job, uh, pays any taxes, gets a tax return, whatever, then, uh, well, I'll be getting something out of that. I don't know how much, and I, uh, don't know if he's going to be able to get a job while he's in jail. I heard that inmates can, uh, can do some work to gain some income, but I don't see him doing that either. So uh, long story short, I'm probably not going to see a dime out of this. I'm going to try and follow Um, some other avenues to collect on this. I'm not sure exactly what that's going to entail. I'm going to have to do some research and and figure some things out. But uh, nonetheless, if I do end up getting a a check cut for the restitution amount, at least half of it, uh, I'm thinking, uh, you know, have some other company or entity, you know, conglomerate, whatever, collect on my behalf and they give me a check for 50% of what the, you know, restitution amount's going to be. Hey, I'm fine with that. I'll take an extra grand any day of the week. Uh, and you can best believe that's going to go straight into the Jeep. So <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure to keep you guys uh, in, in tune with what goes on with that. Yeah. And you so, got, you got any plans for that money yet? Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm not going to count my chickens before they're hatched. Yeah, so, you are. Go ahead. Uh, tell us. But, uh, honestly, if, <laughs> if, uh, if, if it comes in, um, there's, there's one of two things that I would, I would like to do and it would be, um, a difference in axles, uh, or, uh, tube fenders. And uh, the tube fenders would most likely, at the same time, with that kind of dollar figure, getting uh, uh, kind of worked into with a kind of a pseudo half cage as well, doing an EXO cage on that. So the tube fenders, the rock rails, front and rear bumpers would all be tied in together, and that's that would be the plan for that.
1: So uh, going back to the axles, because that's that's kind of the cooler of the two, at least in my mind, yeah. front, front or rear or both. It
0: would be both. It would be both. They'd, uh, I I would probably for that kind of price range, I could probably get a 48.8 and a Dana 44, uh, all set up and ready to go. Now they wouldn't have air lockers in them. Um, but, uh, but they would, you know, and they probably wouldn't even have chromoly shafts at that point. Uh, but they would be ready to go under the Jeep. Uh, but again, that's just kind of like, eh, you know, it's, it's on the back burner. I've got a 29 spline eight and a quarter in the rear, um, it's held up very well to everything I've thrown at it. Uh, and everything that I've read says it's just as strong, uh, as a Dana 44 and, uh, and on 33s, you can just wheel it all day long and and fine. So that's why I was
1: asking if you were thinking about front or front or back and it kind of dawned on me, you might be talking about both. So
0: now with that, I, uh, I, I recently picked up. Well, recently I meant today. I I picked up (laughs) some more goodies for the Jeep. And uh, you guys don't know, I, I, I recently picked up um, uh, a set of the HD Engineering uh, shackle relocation brackets uh, for the rear leaf springs. And this is going to do um, a couple of things. One, improve the ride quality substantially uh, by putting the shackle angles where they need to be. And two, it's going to uh, give the rear end of my Jeep a lot better articulation. And uh, it's one thing that has always suffered on my Jeep in particular is the rear flex. It just doesn't want to do it. And, uh, and I've always had a problem with it. I've always been fighting it. And, uh, and there's been times where I really needed that rear axle to, to sit down and uh, I get a good three wheel motion going on. And I've actually got a couple of YouTube videos, uh, one of which will certainly make you pucker. So, um, I'll be, uh, maybe get some links to those up in the show notes as well. So you guys can check that out. But, uh, with that, it, it's get, It's going to raise up the, up the back end about an inch to an inch and a half, depending I'm already about five inches, so that's going to put me anywhere from six plus to six and a half. Now that's a good size lift, and uh, I didn't really want, uh, you know, that that rake, you know, with the rear sitting at six and a half and and the front sitting at five to five and a half, uh, and we, especially with the winch bumper on there, it's probably closer to five. So, uh, you know, I needed to level out the front. I picked up a set of, uh, uh, I think they're inch and a half or inch and three quarter um, uh, spring spacers uh, from a guy off of Craigslist for next to nothing. It was a guy who was actually local to me, just right up uh, just a mile or so from where I live. And I made that really convenient. If I don't end up liking these, I'll shave them down, something like that. I I work at a machine shop, so I'll be able to just put them in a vice and, and mill off a nice even half inch off the bottom of them or something like that and, uh, and make these work exactly how I want them to be. So, um, that's all fine and dandy. So that's going to sit me up, put me up about the six to six and a half inch range of lift altogether front to rear. And that's fine. That's, that's, I wouldn't definitely wouldn't want to go any higher than that. It's going to be perfect for my 33s. I'll be able to stuff them nice and easy. Uh, maybe when I go to tube fenders, I'll be able to fit some 35s, but that's, again, it's going to be an axle swap and later on down the road. But so with six and a half inches of lift, do I really want to continue to run uh, short arms? The answer is no, I don't. Um, at five inches and, and above, the control arm, control arm angles are already pretty dang steep. And uh, I noticed it when I was at three and a half inches that the ride quality was uh, substantially more harsh than stock uh, because of the control arm angles. And, uh, and that needed to be addressed. Now, I haven't done anything about it until today. Something popped up and I'm constantly perusing Craigslist. Heck, half of my Jeep has been put together through Craigslist and uh, the Jeep itself has been bought through Craigslist. So, uh, you know, I had to do something and, um, uh, perusing through Craigslist today, I found something that I just absolutely couldn't pass up and it's made by one of our supporters of the show and of the site, Iron Man Andy. And if you don't know about Iron Man Andy, please head over to ironman4x4fab.com and see what he can provide for your Jeep. What I ended up picking up was a brand spanking new set of his long arms. So I ended up getting a screaming deal, um, virtually about half off of retail or uh, his advertised price online uh, is what I got these for brand spanking new set of double adjustable Iron Man Andy's long arms. Now I don't have a cross member yet for him. So uh, I got to figure something out about that. Um, most likely be either Rubicon express maybe Clayton. If I can uh, make it work, I'm going to have a a call put into Andy here uh, probably tomorrow and find out what my options are. On his website, he offers either the Rubicon Express, um, which I think is what he recommends. Uh, I I think there's another one up there as well. It might be the Rough Country or something like that. But in any case, uh, I've got one other option. That's going to be custom fabrication. And it's something that that I've actually thought about over the years uh, of doing as far as long arms go and going completely custom. Now, this is a deal I couldn't pass up so I had to hop on it. Uh, how I'm, I'm going to make it work, All well, that's up in the air, and uh, that'll be for another podcast.
1: Yeah, quick look at uh, Andy's website. <clears throat> I think you. Uh, this is just what you just said, but uh, he uh, kind of recommends the Rubicon Express. Now, I remember when he first came out with uh, uh, the long arms, he uh, actually had a cross member that uh, he built. So he builds great stuff. He goes over it and over it, and uh, if he says uh, buy the Rubicon Express – <laughs> then that's going to be the, the best solution for, uh, for his long arms. But, man, uh, I got a set of his uh, upper and lower adjustable control arms. Unbelievable beef. Just incredible beef on, uh, on those
0: things. Love them. They are extremely heavy. Uh, the, the set that I got, it's, it's like a radius arm setup, so there's one connection point at the, uh, at the body, at the, at the frame side, and two connections at the, um, at the axle side. Uh, versus a four-link, like what you're common, what you're most um, typically seeing on a Cherokee, uh, you've got upper control arms and lower control arms, control arms both connected, uh, both at the axle and at the frame. Uh, these are a little bit different style, and obviously they're long arms, uh, and there's some modifications involved, and in, and if there's um, there's going to be some welding involved most likely as well. So this it's not a direct bolt-on. Uh, if you're stepping into long arms, there's very few kits out there that are direct bolt-in. And, uh, and chances are the path that I'm going is not going to be that way. So we'll see how this ends up wrapping up. I've got some other things to do. Um, before that all happens, I'm going wheeling here in, uh, well, day after tomorrow. So I'll be looking forward to that. And, um, uh, well, it will be a shakedown run for my new ball joints. So if you're not planning on taking the audio recorder, let me uh, throw the reminder in there and maybe we can get some, uh, Oh, you mean this audio recorder right here, my uh, Zoom H1 that I picked up off of Amazon.com for a song and a dance, guys. you got to get one of these if you plan on uh, on doing anything here with the XJ Talk Show. It's uh, very affordable. It's a fantastic little piece of equipment, and, uh, and, well, I have a lot of fun with it, and it produces some excellent broadcast-quality audio. If you'd like to get one of these things, uh, the entire kit, including this uh, funky little tripod— and, uh, and the windscreen and everything, uh, were found on amazon.com and the price just keeps going lower and lower. I saw it the other day, uh, for I think around 20 or $30 less than what I bought it for mm. when I this
1: yeah, there's no excuse for you guys not to have excellent audio that you can record for us and, uh, fill that third she- third seat. <laughs> ah, ah, almost had to hit the beat button there on that That's one. That's exactly but, uh- <laughs> right. Hey, let me ask you real quick. Um, yeah. Well, uh, let me back up. Now, the the long arm kits. I don't know if any that are bolt on from the standpoint of removing the uh, control bracket mounts from the unibody. You're going to be cutting, if if nothing else, cutting, and uh, I want to say sanding, flap wheeling it, and painting it uh, to move those things out of the way because uh, that would be nothing. That would be kind of another. Uh, uh, not bump steer. What do you call
0: it? Uh, a bump stop. The wrong oh, yeah, kind it would, of bump it would stop. Definitely be a bump <laughs> stop. Yeah. No, the, I think the closest thing to 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 direct Bolton would be the rough country kits. Um, but with any long arm kit, it's if you're going that route, guys, there is no going back. At least not without uh, a substantial amount of uh, some fabrication involved in, in putting back mm-hmm. the uh, control arm mounts that you're cutting off, and that is the the uh, the the lower control arm mounts on the on the body side. Uh, Those do get cut off. You, you know, grind everything flat and smooth, give it a nice coat of paint for protection. And, uh, and that's it at that point, there is no turning back. So, um, which is another reason why I'm definitely going to be doing some research and making sure I've got all my ducks in a row, uh, as far as the cross member that I choose, uh, and making sure that I've got everything ready to go. Before I start chopping up the Jeep. So even though it's not my daily driver anymore, uh, you know, it's not something that I want to start hacking up the Jeep and it being out of commission for weeks on end while I figure out what I'm supposed to be doing.
1: So are you a little concerned about keeping the, uh, the coil springs in there and maybe losing those, uh, spacers you're putting in since you're going with uh, the long arms?
0: Yes and no. Uh, uh, luckily for me, I've got a loading dock within almost spitting distance of my house, so uh, I can I can pop down and and figure out very quickly. Uh, what I'm going to need to do as far as shocks, whether I'm going to be running out of shock, uh, because there's a very good chance that I'm going to be out flexing my shocks, mm-hmm. and same thing with the springs, even uh, out flexing my springs. Now I do have spring retainers in there, and I will probably even fab up a little bracket or something, just to maybe a couple of little L brackets or something like that, to keep the spring spacer up uh, where it's supposed to be. So, uh, we'll, we'll see how that all plays out. A lot of that's going to be kind of wait and see and, uh, and, and, see how the Jeep actually performs once this kit's installed, uh, and everything. So, uh, it's going to be very interesting. And, and of course, you know, I always do a lot. I take a lot of pictures. I do a very, uh, you know, detailed write up of everything I've done to the Jeep. I've got a full build thread on XJtalk.com. I encourage you guys to go check it out.
1: Yeah. If you guys don't know, that's the reason why we're here. XJtalk.com. It's a, a Jeep website, a forum where we all get in there and, uh, have a good time and uh, push uh, push the uh, technical information back and forth and uh, uh, not talk about the 2014 uh, Cherokee.
0: Yes <laughs> Well hey speaking of chopping up the Cherokee and and you know doing some welding and cutting on the Jeep, um, Ordinarily, this is about the time of the show where we guys, uh, guys, we would get into uh, into the Jeep tips. Now we don't have a call in or a recorded Jeep tips for you, uh, which isn't too uncommon. Tony and I have done live Jeep tips before, and and we'd like to do one for you right now. So the uh, topic of discussion today, I put this out there at the beginning of the show while we were kind of figuring everything out, was uh, well, hey, you know, give us a good idea as uh, far of a topic of discussion uh, that we could use for a Jeep tips tonight. And uh, well, it can, uh, the consensus popped up of frame stiffeners. Now, as you guys know, the Cherokee does not have a true frame. It's not a body on frame vehicle, it's a unibody or a monocoque design. And uh, there's not a whole lot that you can do about that. You can't uh, cut it apart and, well, put a frame underneath of it, although I'm sure it's not entirely impossible. It's just very impractical. So, what kind of options can we do to make the Jeep more rugged? And, uh, and what are frame stiffeners anyways? Yeah, what's uh, the purpose? Yeah, what, what are they? What do they do? And and how do I know if they're right for me? All good questions, and I'm going to go ahead and go through these right now. So what are frame stiffeners? Well, um, they're not something that you bolt on. Um, they're not something that, uh, that that you can find off of any automotive parts shelf. Uh, these are generally either three ths or 16-gauge steel. Uh, they are custom bent. Well, not custom. They are pre-bent and pre-formed to sandwich up um, on the frame rails themselves. Uh, they, they, they go around the, not the frame rails, the unibody uh, around the unibody rails of the Jeep. They're, everybody refers to them as frame rails because this is the closest thing you can get to frame rails. Uh, it's it's what um, the 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 shackles are, are are bolted to. It's what the control arms are bolted to. It's what the cross members are bolted to. Uh, it's basically the 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 rib cage of the Jeep itself. It's the closest thing the Jeep Cherokee XJ has to a frame. Yeah, the the body itself is welded. It's part of the body, but it it acts just like a frame does. Exactly, and with that, because it's not a true box steel frame, uh, as the Jeep gets into off road conditions, off camber. Uh, and you start flexing that Jeep out while you're flexing the unibody as well Mm -hmm. because you're flexing everything all at once. The suspension isn't doing all the work. The unibody is doing a little bit of the work as well. That's why if you're ever kind of twisted up in some rocks or in a really off-camera position uh, on a trail, and you need to get out and get a recovery strap or a toe strap or something like that, and you go to pop open the rear gate, and it doesn't open, well, that's why. It's because the unibody, the whole body of the Jeep, is actually twisted enough to the point of where it's preventing you from opening up the doors um, or closing them properly without it, you know, kind of, uh, you know, giving you a loud clang or something like that. So how do we combat this? Well, short of uh, boxing in the entire unibody, uh, you put in unibody stiffeners. And there's a few manufacturers that that make these. Uh, TNT is one of them. Uh, I think Rusty's has a set. Uh, there's there's a few of them out there that, uh, that, that make these. Uh, Rough Stuff, I think, has a set as well. Uh, anyways, uh, they're they're a little bit different. Each one is is slightly different. Some use a thicker grade steel. Some use a little bit thinner grade steel. Uh, they all do the same thing, uh, and everybody has good and bad things to say about them. There's really not a whole lot of bad reviews on them. Other than the ones that are made out of 16 gauge steel, uh, don't provide quite as much stiffness as the uh, 3/16 uh, steel ones do. And I'm not sure right off the top of my head exactly right this minute. Which one is which? As far as which manufacturer is offering which one, so um, what what do they do? Well, they stiffen up the entire unibody. They sandwich the unibody from basically one wheel to the other, and uh, and and it's the whole underneath of the of the of the frame on each side. They sandwich it up. Some of them even kind of curve up and tuck up against the 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 floor plan floor pan of the uh, of the body itself. And really, you, you weld these things in. They have uh, several holes that are drilled in them that you uh, rosette weld through them. And the whole thing is welded onto the unibody. There's lots and lots and lots of welding that goes on. There's lots of prep work that has to go into these things as well. Um, and But once you get them welded on and everything is on and, and where it should be, a lot of clamps and a lot of jacks and everything involved to get these things put into place, put where they need to be, and then welded into place. But once they're on, you notice a huge difference right away. Do I have them on my rig? No, I don't. Not yet. Another reason why I'm holding off on getting a cross member right away is because I want to add some frame stiffeners as well, and uh, my choice of cross member is going to have to come into play uh, afterwards. Absolutely. So so another thing that you need to consider if you're doing long arms or you have a long arm kit, uh, you want to do some frame stiffeners. There's going to be some work involved in getting everything to fit right. Uh, but oftentimes, um, long arm kit manufacturers will, that's one of the things they ask you, do you have frame stiffeners and which ones do you have? Because it's going to determine how that cross member is set up and the clearances for everything as to whether or not that kit is going to work for your rig or not. Now, how do I, how do I know if frame stiffeners are right for me or not? Well, it's a very good question and they're not for everybody. If your rig is primarily a daily driver, meaning, uh, 300 days out of the year or more, you are driving on cement, then chances are frame stiffeners are probably not for you. If all you're wheeling in is some snow or some sand on occasion, chances are these things are not for you. If you go on some more uh, advanced type of terrain, some rock crawling even, or you find yourself going to Moab or even uh, the Rubicon frequently, then chances are you would benefit greatly from something like frame stiffeners. And I would suggest uh, doing some research, reading some reviews, and talking with some other Jeepers out there who have frame stiffeners and what they think about them and giving uh, you some advice as to uh, maybe a direction that you should go. And there are uh, different degrees of frame stiffeners as well. There's ones that go clear from one bumper to the other. It's a three-stage kit, and uh, I think even HD Engineering has this. It's a little expensive. It's in about the $300 range, but it gives you full Full frame stiffness is basically like as close as you can get to a full body frame uh, or full chassis frame on a Jeep Cherokee. The most common ones are basically right underneath where you're where you're sitting, and that's basically from one wheel well to the other. And and even with just that, you know, and an aftermarket bumper in the rear and an aftermarket bumper up in the front, and you're going to notice a huge difference. The vehicle will be substantially stiffened up. You'll notice it instantly both on the road and on the trail.
1: Now, I think I'll mention real quick you you did not mention uh detours uh u s a uh frame stiffeners he does does it a little different. Uh, I believe that this is something common to the drag racers uh, of the sixties where they would uh take boxed rectangular boxed steel and bolt it to the side of the frames or the unibody to stiffen things up and uh well i i guess in a way it's bolted it's it's bolted his is held on by the uh, rear um well how would you say it the leaf spring front bolt and
0: Leap, yeah the front leaf spring eye bolt
1: yeah and uh then a bracket that is bolted uh, up close to the uh front of the 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 unibody where it starts going up in the wheel well and then what you what you do is he's got uh, holes drilled in the in that uh steel boxed uh tubing and you put spot welds in there to attach it to the frame now, the nice thing about this is is it makes it a lot simpler to install. You get this uh, piece of metal that's at least half the size of the unibody rail <laughs> that's welded to the side of it. And it also, I think it makes it a little easier to do this crossmember thing that you're talking about, Josh, for long arms because mm-hmm. now you haven't really, uh, depending on where the crossarm mounts, if it mounts on the outside up and on the outside of uh, the unibody then you got a bit of a problem because these these rails fit alongside on the outside of the the unibody. Now the one I the ones I got were not only frame stiffeners but they were also rock sliders. So wow. my rock sliders are attached to the unibody. So it, it that's the attachment point it goes straight out. They're also attached to the pinch seam uh as you get out uh, towards the outside of it. So I've got two Major connection points uh, for my uh, for my sliders. And uh, I, I really like these. And, in fact, I'll, I'll mention that uh, Matt, uh, our other admin on XJTalk.com, has done the TNT frame stiffeners. I think that was on his 92, 93 uh, that Dalton bought from him. He actually put the TNT stiffeners, welded the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. And, and right now, he's looking at the Detour sliders, uh, combo frame stiffener sliders. For his new '97 yeah. vehicle,
0: yeah, he uh, he shot me a link and 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 some pictures uh, that uh, I don't even know if those some of those pictures are are online. Um, but uh, he shared with me some pictures and, and some links, and I didn't even know about this product until just a couple of weeks ago. And and doing some research on that and looking into it a little bit, my goodness, is is that is that overkill or what? Uh, <laughs> it really is. Uh, I mean, taking. Uh, taking two great things like peanut butter and chocolate, and putting them together. Uh, taking frame stiffeners and rock sliders, and putting putting them together. Uh, this is very well engineered. It it looks like it's just absolute overkill. And and I I honestly think it's probably one of the best uh, one of the best items on the market right now for the Jeep Cherokee as far as strength, armor, and protection. I don't think you can get much better than that. Well, I mean, you would have to be
1: doing a lot of stuff to actually get up into the unibody with a rock or something, but, uh, having a nice piece of, <laughs> of rectangular steel, heavy duty stuff. Yeah. I mean, I bet you these, these things with the modifications I had made, uh, to mine, cause I had a little tube, uh, welded on the outside for a little, uh, little flare, a little extra clearance, uh, uh on mine. Uh, man, uh, those things had to have been 80 pounds, uh, or, or maybe even a hundred pounds trying to lift them both at the same time. It's, uh. It's quite heavy and makes cornering easy because uh, <laughs> <laughs> now you got a lot of weight down low. Yeah, you just plant that rock rail against a tree and turn. Yeah, yeah, you certainly can, and I'll be surprised if I do any dents in that thing. And of course, that's why I wanted it. I wanted to make sure that uh, anything that I ran up against after already denting the rocker, and then and uh, and cleaning that up, and pulling that that big dent out of there, and and uh, covering it up with some uh, some diamond plate. I didn't want to get back into the rocker. So I got me some good uh, sliders to uh, go along with that.
0: And uh, just, I mean, just like Tony's saying, you know, rockers and I mean, you can go rocker replacement. That's a whole nother show to talk about. Um, But uh, rock sliders really, I mean, if you're going to invest in any one piece of armor for your, uh, for your Cherokee, really rock rails is the way to go. It's it's probably going to be the thing that's going to uh, really give you the most protection over anything else at all. Uh, and I would highly recommend getting even used some degree of rock sliders, whether you end up spending six, seven hundred dollars or more on a set of like the detours ones that incorporate some unibody stiffening into it as well. Uh, or you get something off a of Craigslist for, you know, a couple hundred bucks or less. Uh, really, it's a massive improvement to the not only the look, but also the performance of your Jeep.
1: Yeah, I'll mention real quick, I think they're they're less than 500 bucks uh, in the stock yep. configuration,
0: uh, not not including shipping, of course. Well, hey, guys, if you've got an idea for Jeep tips or you'd like to, well, even provide one for yourself, I encourage you guys to uh, send us an email at jeeptips at xjtalk.com, or you can give us a, a call on our 24-7 voicemail line at 530-675-4102.
1: Hey, I want to remind you guys that we're on Facebook, Twitter, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn.com, iTunes, oh my God, YouTube, and the websites which are uh, xjtalk.com and hey i want to remind you that we have a, uh, a jeep wrangler website too called wranglertalk.com it's really that simple guys uh, all the things that you want to talk about all the things you want to read about all the things you want to learn about and some of them some of them you don't <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all kinds of good tech on there for the uh the round headlight jeep is jeeps as well wranglertalk.com we uh, oftentimes have a wrangler segment on the show as well hopefully we'll be bringing you guys another one of those here very soon like tony said check us out on facebook make sure you friend us uh, we are on twitter stitcher radio as well tune in.com itunes make sure you guys are leaving those reviews we need to see some of those here very soon youtube every week 10 p.m central for the live show and of course the entire show archive available on xjtalkshow.com let us know what you think about our show let us know what
1: you think about our part one part two solution uh to our uh, cheap bastardness. and uh if you uh if you understand and you go hey it's not that big a deal Also, too, we didn't have a midweek, Josh. I don't know if you're aware of that. Uh, I kind of thought that uh, if we're doing a part one, part two, uh, we don't need to throw a a midweek in uh, on that part two on top of it.
0: That's icing on the cake. We're letting you guys eat your cake. Uh, We'll get your cake and eat it, too. So that's just bonus stuff right there hey guys don't forget you can be a part of the show as well like some of our regular callers like Nikki g for instance leaving us voicemails uh, every so often Uh, we'll make sure to bring up some of those voicemails next week you can join in on the fun as well that number again 530-675-4102 always the third seat open for you guys could be open for you
1: glad you mentioned those voicemails josh
0: hey this is tony and this is josh (laughs) from the xj talk show we want to thank you for calling our twenty four seven voice line. Yes, we do. Just leave your. I first thought it was a professional show
1: until Tony messed up. There's
0: no guarantee, but we <laughs> may play your message on
1: the podcast. Oh, and don't worry about keeping it clean. We'll take care of that. Now it's your turn to
0: speak at the beep.
2: Hey, this is Nikki G, and I've got a problem with my clock spring on my Jeep this week. Oh God! I'm having a hard time setting it, and it keeps flashing twelve o'clock. <laughs> Anybody got any ideas for that? (laughs) All right, guys. uh, You have a good one. I'll catch you later. Bye.
1: Did not see that one coming. Oh, no. That was out of left field. Wow. Hello?
2: Is this the Oregon Head Start kindergarten program? Oh, no. (laughs) I would like to know what the lunch menu is for this week. I've got a taste for those fabulous pizza burgers. Hello?
0: (laughs) Oh, man yeah guys i screwed up and uh and kind of transposed a few numbers on our uh on our phone number and uh, it was the uh, like oregon head start kindergarten <laughs> line oh that's what he's <laughs> talking about oh i forgot about yeah, that yeah no i looked up that phone number after i foobarred that and uh and i was like oh yeah guys do not call that number and i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna put it out there again so you're you're gonna have to go back into the archives and and check that one out for yourselves. But, uh, yeah, a little inside baseball there. And, and thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, that was awesome.
2: <laughs> hey, it's Nikki G. And uh, what do you know? I can hear the music now. I, I just got an iPhone. And I can hear the music that plays. Uh, so I guess uh, your music is Samsung-proof. Who, who would have thought it would be in my phone? I want to say, first uh, off, Say thanks to, uh, Josh and Steve. Uh, I had a problem with my Jeep. Uh, my generator light came on and, uh, wasn't sure where to start. So I just posted up a quick comment in the forum and, uh, right away Josh and Steve responded and, uh, helped point me in the right direction, got it solved and everything's peach key now. So thanks, guys. And, uh, I'll say thanks to Steve for the, talking about the sliders. I've been Nagging Wendy for sliders for quite some time, <laughs> and uh, I found his uh, segment very interesting. And uh, on a similar note, I went to Red Robin, uh-huh. and uh, they were serving sliders as an appetizer. Ah,
1: there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting well, for that. My
2: question is: is uh, how do you install them? Because I'm having a hard time getting a well to stick to the <laughs> sesame seeds. <laughs> All right, guys, I will
1: uh, chat you later. You have a good one. Bye. J- JB Weld. Hey, how
0: do people get in on the fun, Josh? Uh, the voicemail fun. Oh, God, that voicemail line again, guys, 530 675 4102. And uh, Nikki G, glad I could help out, buddy. Wow, deja vu all over again. Right. <laughs> well, that's it, guys. Some voicemails and in the, in the show wrap up. Uh, we're very glad you guys joined in. Uh, fairly, uh, fairly active comment section today as well on the uh, on the YouTube channel. Again, guys, we are broadcasting the live show. You can see Tony and me in all of our glory, and uh, I'm sitting here just absolutely sweltering in my studio because we've had our first uh, 90 degree day of the year. Mm. I do not have forced air and all this electronic equipment in here. And insulation and everything else And uh, the the bright light Boy, it is just cooking in here tonight So, uh, yeah, you can see us In our our sweaty glory As it were, in our respective studios In different states here on the XJ Talk Show Every Thursday night, 10pm Central Or around that time anyways uh, On YouTube Make sure you check us out And subscribe to our YouTube channel as well
1: Josh, I'm going to go over to Amazon.com I'm going to purchase you a Spongebob Talent (laughs) talent sponge oh no and have it sent to you <laughs> so that you can uh, dip it and then dab it actually you want those little fan spray bottles that would be kind of fun to watch you know well, yeah let's let's go and uh, and put
0: some water mist right over this very expensive microphone here that's probably work out real well but no, it's I, for the I show of- myself every now and again and I, I got a little dabber of a towel here i gotta you know wipe the gloss off a little bit so uh no big deal
1: you need to get a fan in there man if nothing else and i, I don't mean Nikki g going yay i mean actually uh, yeah. something is blowing air <laughs> you know that yeah. would be funny i would love you need to contact your friends as kind of a gag and get a studio audience there to sit in the, the room with you, and maybe we could set up the camera where you could actually, you know, like pivot it over there where they're going, yay, clapping, you know, that would be hilarious. Crowd goes mild. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, uh, as you uh, as you probably could tell, we uh, we rushed the end of the show. I saw that the the, the one hour mark was coming up, and I went, we can make it. All I have to do is roll the. Roll, roll the out, yeah. Roll the roll that beautiful bean footage. I could roll the audio, and, and Josh would know. And we're wrapping up, and uh, he mentioned the voicemails, and I, I couldn't leave Nikki G hanging out there. I mean,
0: that's that's a good laugh. It's a guaranteed good laugh. Yeah, I've always appreciate his voicemails. and We appreciate you guys as well. Thanks again for joining on the fun. We'll see you next week. Have a great Jeep week.
1: Jeep rims, and I sprayed them black, and I had it looking so pretty. And I just wanted to get an emblem that said, I know, going across the top of the windshield.
0: <laughs> buddy of mine the other day messaged me. He was like, Steph, is is it all right for me to say I'm jealous of your Jeep? I was like, no, it's, it's common for non-Jeep owners to be jealous.
1: Yeah, my Jeep, I clipped the rear end of it here. I tried to miss them, and the deer hair got stuck so bad in the bumper. I had to trim it off. It's still there, some of it, but it didn't do any damage to the
2: truck. <laughs>